Okay, so hopefully this take goes better because I had the whole episode recorded and it didn't save. Anyway, so I'm Sarah. I am corn fed. I'm the leader, the leader, the, um, the host of Corn Fed Witch, a down to earth witchy podcast. And I went, I took a very long hiatus and I wanted to explain that I had, I actually had like four deaths in the span of a month and all of them were unnatural. So that was, that was pretty hard. They're pretty violent. Yeah. Anyway. And I had a lot of loss. But I also had a lot of things to be excited about. Like Heartland Pagan Festival, which was amazing. I can't really... Can't really complain a lot. It did rain a lot. And it was was an amazing time. I I learned so much during Heartland Pagan Festival. And I had so much fun. I danced around the fires with my best friend Stella. I... I experienced the community and made a lot of friends. Vegan community is pretty great. It doesn't have, it's not perfect, but it has, it's pretty great. And Heartland Spiritual Alliance did an amazing job with Heartland Pagan Festival. And I suggest you guys all go. It's based in Kansas City at Camp Gaia. I'm sorry if you're hearing my coffee drinking because... My tablet's kind of out of commission at the moment. It's charging. It was dead. I just moved into a house. I haven't gotten my quote-unquote recording studio, a.k.a. the basement, set up yet. So we're still settling in. But I'm so glad to be over that, over and done with moving. I moved in with my awesome, amazing girlfriend and... We now have three cats and a dog between the two of us. It's pretty great. So, oh, I already recorded everything, but I'm going to try and remember exactly what I said or before. Because I just want to get an episode out. Because I said I have new episodes in August. And I need to get this done, basically. But first I want to thank Disbanded Crow and Alec. Kadabra for sponsoring my podcast and being amazing and great. So today I want to discuss the ethics of of witchcraft. So basically So you probably have heard the do no harm. And I I really adhere to that. I try to not harm anyone as much as possible or anything. As much as possible in my life. I, I'm vegan. And. I get really upset when I upset someone. Like I just hate it. I hate knowing that I made someone feel crappy. So yeah. Yeah I get like. It's almost comical to be honest. I'm like why did. I'm like I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hurt you. Didn't mean to. And today's topic is pretty broad. So really anything can be its own episode in itself. I just really wanted to touch on some things. Especially since I've seen them come up. 
quite a few times. I So I'm an admin for Two Girls, One Coven, which is a Two Girls, One Ghost offshoot group. They're, they're, Two Girls, One Ghost is a pretty cool podcast. You should check it out. But, yes, but I admin this offshoot group. And it's a community of witches. It's um, pretty beginner friendly. So, if you're if you're pretty if you're inexperienced and you don't know and you don't know anything and you don't know where to start, I would join that group. And it's a pretty supportive community. We're all there, not to hurt each other, and lift we just lift each other up. But a post that was brought to my attention was about hexing hexing and cursing so here's the thing now I don't like the bullshit people so what you put out there you're gonna get back so if you're okay with this negative energy that you're sending out to another person coming back to you you can do it as long as you have the proper barriers the proper protections, and basically you're just prepared spiritually, physically, what have you, to withstand all the negative karma that you're going to get back, because you are, because you're harming people. Now, I personally would never do something like that, and keep in mind, I do come from a traditional Wiccan background, so you may not agree with me, but that's fine, we don't have to agree unless it's a matter of human rights and all that. And you might be coming from a tradition where it's more appropriate, I want to say, to, to hex and curse. And, and that's fine. And also, if I get something wrong, please let me know. It's, it's pretty great. I mean, I, no one likes being called out. No one likes being corrected. But I encourage it because that's how I grow and that's how I learn. And sometimes I fuck up. And when I fuck up, I fuck up royally because that's how my life is. So, anyway, back to her hexes and curses. So, you have free will. You can do whatever. Just be prepared for all those karmic retributions. And I would probably suggest not doing anything that can affect the... The free will of others, that's, and yeah, that's a big no-no in my book because I want everything to be consensual. That usually comes up with love magic. You never really want to, you, it's much better when the person loves you because they want to and honestly that's, it's terrible. To do things to other people without their consent. So, the next thing I wanted to touch on is... Oh, I lost my train of thought. My dog was wanting attention. (coughs) That was her. (laughs) But I wanted to touch on something else. So I covered... I covered hexes and curses and free will. Okay. So, this is probably more of like an etiquette thing. 
But don't go around outing people as witches. Like, there's, a, there's still a lot of stigma. And there's still a lot of prejudice. And it can cost people their jobs and what have you. Don't go around telling people someone's a witch. No one likes that. It's akin to outing someone for being gay or trans. Just don't do that. And I hear you. She's just wanting attention. She's been out. She's been fed. She's been given treats. She just wants attention at this point. And she'll cuddle up to me and be all, like, in my soul. That's how she'll cuddle me. So another thing that we can touch on is, is, um, using sustainable herbs. There was a post that was... It's making the rounds. It's about like white sage and how it's like endangered and everything. So obviously if you're going to use white sage, do it sustainably. Maybe grow your own. And also be aware of the cultural significance of white sage and Native Americans. And if you're going to use it like in smudging, I probably not call it smudge anymore. Um, more like sage cleansing. Because. That really. There, there's a very fine line of. In witchcraft a lot of times about. Whether something is or is not. Cultural appropriation. Or appropriative. So it's very. Important to come at it with. Respect and reverence. If you haven't been trained. Or you don't know the history. Or the reverence or the significance of what you're doing. Especially if it comes from a different tradition or culture. It's probably best to do your research before you do anything like that. Especially if you're, if you're white. Because we have a terrible history of treating other cultures terribly. Especially in this climate. That's a whole episode I would like to dedicate an ep- like an entire episode to that, but I wanted a broad term, just like a broad subject today because I just wanted to get an episode out there because I had it in a while and I felt like I needed to do this. And I don't really feel comfortable talking about I think it'd be better if a person of color talked about cultural appropriation because it's so easy to get things, to make a mistake and basically destroy your whole argument. Because I am white and I am cisgendered, so I I don't want to accidentally appropriate something. And of course, if you're a person of color and you feel like I have done that, then I would... I would definitely call me out because I want to learn. So once you know better, you do better. And especially in the activist community, a lot of people 
can jump down people's throats without realizing that you can make a mistake and you can grow from it. But that's even more extensive and I don't really feel like going into that right now. So this is a witchcraft (coughs) podcast and I, I don't want to segue too much. Politics does have a, a place in, in witchcraft, but that's an entirely new episode and doesn't, I mean, I guess it does play in ethics. So maybe I could touch on that. So I, I guess, I guess it really does play in the ethics. So I am going to mention the time when Gerald Gardner and some other witches cast a spell on Hitler and prevented Hitler from invading England. This is cited in a few other sources. Um, I think it's in Gerald Gardner, witch. And a few other books that I can't recall, but it's a pretty pretty um, popular tale or well-known tale where Gerald Gardner and a bunch of other witches gathered I think gathered during World War II on uh, I think it was on a beach and they they sent all this energy to Hitler and his inner men saying do not come do not come do not come unable to come unable to come unable to come and Germany never invaded England. I think I got off track with maybe that wasn't so much ethics, but it was it's a good story. I'm sorry, the dog is wanting more attention. So, what else could I touch off? I, I know I intentionally kept it a broad topic just to kind of ease into it. I want to go into specifics later, um, later as in later episodes. So, to sum up this section, basically... If you're going to hex and curse, be prepared for the consequences. Don't affect free will, preferably. That's like spiritually raping someone. Um, Use sustainable herbs. And be careful not to appropriate other cultures. And if you you do make a mistake, that's fine. Just be... Just be cognizant and grow from that. Because we're all human. And I fuck up a lot. And when I fuck up, I fuck up big time. But you have to be willing to grow. And you have to be willing to learn. Like, I forget who said that. But to grow, you must be uncomfortable. You must be made to feel uncomfortable. Like, get out of your comfort zone and shit like that. So that wraps up the very broad overview of ethics and witchcraft. And if you have any 
questions about, you can certainly email me. I'll give my email address at the end of this podcast. So, today's book recommendation is Transformative Witchcraft by Jason Mankey. Or Mankey. Sorry, I mispronounced your name. He's a pretty cool dude. And he writes more down to earth than some of the older witchy texts. Which, those are still relevant. And those are, like, required reading for witches. Like, um, Gerald Gardner Witch. And, why am I blanking on names right now? Raymond Buckland's Big Blue Book. And anything by Dorian Valente. And Rebecca Crothers. Check out all those books. But today I'm, f- I'm focusing on Jason Minky. I actually had the pleasure of attending a couple workshops by him in, at Harlan Pagan Festival. And they were amazing because he explains everything in a, a very down-to-earth way. And he's more tactile. Like, you're going to learn a lot. Simple to understand. He's detailed. And he has a really good voice. And he has, like, amazing hair. He's just an overall cool dude. And... And all that. (laughs) He eats all that in a bag of chips. So, my final segment is is my Q&A where I answer people's questions. I didn't really get... A lot because I ha- I was on hiatus and I didn't really reach out and all that. I should probably should have. But what have you? I mean, I have coffee. So the question I keep getting is, where do you start? I'm a newbie witchcraft, or <laughs> I'm a newbie witch. And I don't know where to start. What do I read? What do I do? Help me. Help me. Help me. Um, basically, if you want to get started in which I do think everyone has the ability to become one. Um, I some, Of course, some are more innate than others and all that. But read. I think there's this whole movement of not encouraging people to read and just doing and practicing, which is fine, um, because the more you practice, the better you get. But if you don't have the fundamentals there, um, especially around the history surrounding, like, I hear you, Abby. I hear you. Um, so especially the the fundamentals and the history, it's very important, especially if you're not, well, especially if you are wanting to study Wicca. Which is more of a religion than just like general. And there are other traditions and other texts. It's very important to get the fundamentals down. Don't do anything like say um, necromancy or Ouija boards or something like that without knowing the fundamentals. So once you get all that done, then you can branch out and and go into more in-depth studies and more complicated practices because you don't want to just open the key of Solomon, draw a sigil, and be like, come here, Michael. 
or whatever, or invoke a demon and not know how to close it and shit like that. That's just terrible. So, so just read, read, learn, talk to your elders and people who have practiced longer. They have tips. Reach out. There's a strong Facebook pagan community. Um, which Vox will connect you with groups if you want to learn. Um, unfortunately, I think it's it's closing down soon, uh, which is sad because that was a great resource for when I was a baby. Which, but reach reach out to everyone that you can, and remember to trust your intuition. If something doesn't feel right, don't do it. And it it's it's like she just wants to be on the podcast. Um, <laughs> So reach out to whatever and and it doesn't matter. Like, well, as long as it feels right, do it. As long as you're not killing anyone or violating any sort of laws, do it. Practice, read, practice, read. And read again. So that's what I'm going to leave you with is read all the books. Once again, this is Sarah. The Corn-Fed Witch, located in Omaha. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. I love you. And, oh, and um, you can email me at cornfedwitch at gmail.com with all your witchy questions. I'm trying to get a Patreon up and an Etsy up so I can better support you. Or support this podcast and have it a weekly instead of bi-weekly. And once again, my name is Sarah. Blessed be, motherfucker. <laughs>